0: In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. It is Reformation Day and if there is anything at all to celebrate, it is this. That Luther understood beyond all else that Jesus is for us, not against us. That Jesus came to bless us and not to curse us. That everybody is in and nobody is out. That Jesus will not be your enemy Unless you force him to be your enemy. That means then that the Christian life is really very, very simple. As you heard in the gospel appointed for this morning from St. Matthew, you dance when the music plays and you weep when the tears flow. St. Matthew could not be clearer. When Jesus laughs, you laugh. When Jesus cries, you cry. When Jesus eats, you eat. When he drinks, you drink. When he loves, you love. And when he hates, you hate. And anything else does violence to the kingdom of God. I don't know if you've ever thought about your sins that way, but every once in a while it's good to stop and reflect that each and every sin, yours and mine, each and every sin is an act of violence. It is an act of violence against the kingdom of God and against Jesus himself. Whether we swear or lie or skip church, whether we gossip or are miserly, each and every one of our sins does damage to Jesus and his cosmic project. Sin does violence to the kingdom of God even when we do not see blood. But I can't imagine that any of you, especially if you are here this morning, have any interest at all in hurting Jesus or those around you. So think of it this way. Once upon a time, Jesus built a world exactly the way he wanted it. And he built it for you. He built it to bless you. Eden, in the most literal sense, was the kingdom of God for you to taste and to touch and to smell and to enjoy. In Eden, when Jesus played, they all played. When Jesus sang, they sang. When Jesus danced, they danced. When he ate, they ate. When he drank, they drank. And when he went for a walk in the cool of the day, they walked beside him as his friend. They were playmates together in peace, in Eden, and it was the perfect community. It was, in every sense, paradise. Then came that day of violence when Adam and Eve took the garden by force. At the end of that day, they all wept, Jesus and Adam and Eve, but they no longer wept in harmony. Jesus wept because the world he had created had been ruined. And Adam and Eve wept because they had ruined themselves. In each one of us, in our conscience, we have the memory of what once was. That memory is so pleasant that we constantly want to fix what's wrong in us and go home. It's a very, very good impulse, but it never really works. The history of the world can be written as giving it a try. Once in Babel, there was a tower built to heaven. Once the children of Israel built a golden calf and worshipped it. Once you could buy an indulgence and pay your way to heaven, or so it was said. But none of that ever really worked. That is a history of violence done against Jesus and his kingdom. And all those sins, all those very strange things, those do violence to us as well. It's really important for us to understand that our sins deform us. They ruin us. They make us less than human, less than we were meant to be. They ruin our sense of right and wrong. They break our moral compass. They leave us restless and useless and unsatisfied. And they kill any hint of community, any hope of having Eden again here on earth. Left to ourselves, we are done for. And then today in the gospel comes Jesus, fulfilling the law and the prophets, humming a tune that sounds vaguely familiar, one that reminds us of Eden, giving himself, as he says, to anyone who has a pair of ears to hear. Once again his voice beckons, I love you, come to me, I'm playing, you should play. I'm singing, you should sing. I'm dancing, you should dance. I'm eating, I'm drinking. You should eat and drink. Follow me, be my friend, come home. Jesus tells us that there will always be those, even inside the church, who refuse to play. Jesus says there, are always, there will always be those, even inside the church, who complain that John the baptizer fasts and pray too much or complain that Jesus eats and parties too much, that Jesus is found with the wrong sort of people. Even within the church, there are always those who insist on being his enemy, who insist on violence. But that is not our concern today. Instead, we are compelled by his joy We rejoice that every once in a while somebody like Luther comes along, somebody who loves Jesus and Jesus' way of things, somebody who loves his tune and his rhythm and his promise of a new creation. We rejoice that people have gone before us and they have helped us. Luther, of course, was not the first. There was Paul and the apostles and Ambrose and Gregory, Athanasius and Bernard, Aquinas and Augustine, Benedict, all the spiritual fathers and the spiritual mothers too who have helped us on our way. Luther wasn't the last, but he is ours. And we and very much of the church Catholic call him father. And that, you see, is how community works, that we all together follow Jesus and we are grateful for those who have gone before us, and that is the reason we celebrate a Reformation Day. So Reformation Day runs against anybody, and especially anybody in the church who would spend their day sad or sulking or doing violence to the kingdom, but primarily It is gratitude for those who have gone before us. And this day for us, especially for Luther, who taught us to stay near the font and near the altar, to rejoice in the office of the keys and the word of God in Scripture, who taught us grace alone and faith alone and Christ alone, who taught us to love what Jesus loves and hate what Jesus hates, to sing as he sings and dance as he dances, to eat and to drink as he eats and drinks, especially this morning in his Holy Eucharist, the center of our lives. We rejoice in those who taught us to dance when the music plays and weep when the tears flow, to live in the image of Christ, to be pressed into his holiness and follow him home. That is a real reformation. That is a change that saves all because Jesus came to bless and not to curse. Because everybody's in and nobody's out. Because Jesus is always for us and he never is against us. That is a real reformation. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.